0: Welcome to episode nine. Today, I am taking a not-so-fun experience that happened with my seven-year-old son and turning it into a life lesson for us moms so that we can avoid spending valuable time and energy on unrealistic expectations of what we should be doing or what we think we should be able to accomplish. Hey, mamas. Welcome to the Divine Design Wellness Show, where we are putting down deep spiritual roots and embracing a freedom mindset, all while learning about healthy lifestyle habits and holistic tools. I'm Carolyn Henderson, wife, homeschooling mama of four kiddos, wellness advocate, and essential oils nerd. I believe when our mind, body, and spirit align with God's design, Then we can thrive in motherhood and the kingdom. If you're ready to leave stress, overwhelm, and burnout behind so you can start focusing on your healing, it's time to get out of your head and into your heart so you can embrace your divine design and rediscover joy and freedom in your faith and motherhood. Grab that coffee and let's dive right in. us are chasing our tails trying to reach some outcome that we somehow we concluded we should be able to do. And yet we're exhausted, frustrated, and overwhelmed by trying to do so. Today I want to share a story with you of my seven-year-old son. Uh, This was very recently, We planned a family day trip to our local swim center and everybody was super excited about it. Uh, We hadn't been swimming in quite some time. We don't really have a pool that's close to us that's really um, convenient and accessible. So it's not really something that's regularly happening for our family, but about, um, over three years ago, we did live in a house that had a pool. And so it was at one point something we did a lot that my kids were literally would be in the pool on a daily basis. So we, um, we planned this day to go to this pool and we probably hadn't been swimming in like probably close to a year aside from going to the lake which is a little bit different and so everybody was super happy got all our stuff went and we got to the pool and this pool had two sections it had a kiddie pool that was probably a foot deep the whole length of the pool and lots of fun uh, like fountains and things to play with so it was like just a fun little pool for kids. And then on the other side is a full-size pool with an area for laps and a diving board. So one area is like 12 feet deep, and then the rest of it's around. it goes from like three feet to five feet in that general area. So my son, he we got in the pool when we first got there, on the side that was three feet and very quickly it became apparent that in his mind, he was perfectly capable of swimming on his own and didn't think he needed any help at first. And then he started, you know, struggling and getting a little bit scared and was getting frustrated and pretty soon got really angry and worked up about not being able to swim and i was trying to give him some direction and um, help him swim with just a little bit of support and it just it really turned into a meltdown very quickly because in his mind he thought He should be able to swim. He didn't need any help, and it just really spiraled out of control very quickly. And after this happened, well, let me just finish telling you. So he decided he wanted to go home, and we had been there for like half an hour. And he decided he was done. He wanted to go home. He didn't want to be there. It was, it was just not what he wanted to be doing anymore. And so I told him, you know, you don't get to you don't get to decide that we're done, that we're going home. You don't have to swim. You nobody's forcing you to swim or do anything, but we're not leaving just because you decided. And so he kind of went off and was upset and uh kind of ruined his little Self for a minute, but then my daughter, um, she was feeling bad for him and went and encouraged him to play in the kitty area, and they ended up having an absolute blast for the rest of the time we were there, and then, of course, they didn't want to go home when it was time. So it, it did turn out fine. They, they had a great time, and he ended up loving every minute of the rest of the time we were there, but... When we went home, I was reflecting on this experience and just kind of what it was teaching me in thinking about why why this happened, what went wrong. And so what I got from this experience was a few things. And I was asking myself, like, why did he get so worked up? about not being able to successfully swim on his own. And so I started thinking about it and I realized, well, he had previous experience swimming. Um, Years before when we lived in a home with a pool, he actually was able to swim with no floaties or anything. He could just jump in and swim and do his thing. And so I think that kind of set him up for thinking he should be able to do it by himself. And then, of course, you know, when your siblings are doing something and you see them not having any issues, you assume that you won't either. And I also think he might have been working up this picture in his mind before we got there that he was going to be really awesome at swimming and just be able to jump in and go. And then also I think he missed out um, on some things initially as a result of this hang-up with what he was expecting to happen. So first I noticed like he really completely rejected any helpful instruction that um, I was trying to give him. He also completely missed out on the joy of just being at the pool and having a fun family day because he was so focused on the fact that he couldn't swim the way he thought he should be able to. And he also refused to consider that there might be any other possibilities available to him at the pool and to be able to have fun doing them because he was just so stuck on this one thing being able to swim in the deeper area now if he had come into the pool with an open mind about his abilities wherever that was and what experiences were possible he really he wouldn't have wasted so much time and energy Feeling like a failure, he wouldn't have. Um, he really wouldn't have missed out on the fun he could have had. He would have had a lot more fun, and he would have been able to get some more knowledge and experience in swimming, to be able to come back in the future and do better. But because it, it became such an issue, he he really didn't after that point want any more instruction in swimming. He just. Uh, was over that. And so, yes, he did get to have fun and enjoyed the rest of the day in the kiddie pool, but he never actually got any better at swimming in the deeper water because of the bad experience that he had. So what I got out of this lesson uh, that applies to me was how often as mothers, we're burning valuable time and energy doing what I call shooting all over ourselves pardon the crudeness but i do feel like that expression uh, just really fits the things that we do to ourselves trying to maintain a level of performance that we maybe had at one time and comparing ourselves to others around us and feeling like we should be doing life this way or that way When in reality, we're not being honest about what capacity we actually have in our current season of life to keep up with our main priorities and still have some sanity left. So take it from my seven-year-old and ask yourself these questions when you feel yourself getting frustrated about something you think you should be able to do easily or something that you think is totally doable and find yourself getting hung up on and check where your perspective is at. Some questions you can ask yourself that I got from this lesson is, am I allowing my previous capabilities to keep me from having an open mind about my current experience. So whether that's physically, uh, mentally, or spiritually, we all have, you know, seasons in life where we were really doing well, really thriving in an area. And that can transfer to us thinking that that should be the same experience we have right now. And that's just not realistic. There are you know ebbs and flows to everything in life, and cycles of progression and um, there's just so many nuances to that. So ask yourself if you're allowing uh, allowing yourself grace in where you maybe had success at one point in time that you aren't now. Am I comparing myself to others, or am I focusing on my personal progress? So one thing that I know as women. We can really get caught up comparing ourselves to those that we look up to, to those close to us, and I think it's great to have people that we really look up to and value their wisdom and input in our lives, but it can also be really um, a disservice to ourselves to think that our life is going to look the same as theirs. And so we just want to be careful that we're just focusing on how we can personally progress and not get caught up in perfection and comparing ourselves to others. And then the third question to ask is, am I holding on to an unrealistic or fantastical idea of my abilities? Um, It's funny how we can be like on one end of the spectrum or the other. We can be so hard on ourselves and think that we have no abilities, that we're just, you know, nothing, we're not enough, blah, blah, blah. Or I think sometimes we also get on the other end where we think we can do all these things and that we have all of these capabilities. Um, But we're not really realistic about how we can actually carry those out. So make sure you're being being realistic with yourself. And then ask yourself, am I missing out on learning opportunities due to stubbornness or pride? Um, I know for myself, um, that can be a big hang up for me ask my husband in teaching me how to fly fish. <laughs> I, I definitely can be really stubborn and prideful about being taught and learning something, especially if it's something I already think I might know something about. That can really get in the way of me being able to learn something that will help me progress and get better and not be so frustrated and spinning my wheels. And then lastly you can ask what level of joy am i sacrificing in order to hold to, you know, any specific standards that i have for myself, whether that's, you know, in motherhood, in your physical health or in your spiritual walk. I think we oftentimes somewhere along the way get these ideas of where we should have standards for ourselves and we really can beat ourselves up so much trying to keep up with those standards we set for ourselves when really they're <laughs> they're not helping us at all they can often just discourage us and end up quitting so just check in with yourself on that and also what are some other possible alternative approaches that you can try to accomplish the same thing. So, you know, maybe you tried something a certain way or you you were successful with a certain approach at one point in time, but that's no longer working for you. Don't be afraid to try something different. There's so many ways to do the same thing, and depending on where you're at in life, what, you know, what kind of things you are doing and what what season of life you're in, it might be better to take a different approach to accomplish the same thing. So as we wrap up, I just want to share one of my absolute favorite verses that constantly comes back to my mind, especially in light of mindset and perspective. And this is found in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. So whenever I'm struggling with thoughts or behaviors, I always try to ask myself, is this coming from a spirit of fear or of love? And we often can get caught up in the shoulds of life because... We might have a fear that we're trying to escape. And maybe we often aren't even aware of it until we really sit down and, and be honest and ask ourselves, am I having this thought, uh, am I holding myself to this expectation because of fear or because of an intentional uh, decision out of love? And so um, that can really help to shift your perspective and have an open heart about what God can do through you powerfully. And it allows us to really enjoy freedom through that sound judgment. And we can intentionally move forward with peace, knowing that you know we took the time to break down those fears and instead choose to love, walk in love, and in the spirit and i really think that allows us to to experience a deeper connection not only with god but with our family and ourselves hey friend thank you for joining me today if you resonated with the message of today's show and know it would bless another mama's heart Share the podcast directly with them or screenshot this episode and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Divine Design Wellness so I can thank you. If you're loving the show and finding value, please follow me and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Would you like even more content? Join me over on our free Facebook group listed in the show notes below. Until next time.